church podcast. It's not safe. Hey, it's not safe. Hey, it's not safe. It's not safe. They're not safe for church podcast. I want to welcome you to the not safe for church podcast. I am your host, Ray Nautiba. I'm a Wally Kent. This podcast is for the saints and the ain'ts because Jesus is for everybody. Right now, I want you to like, comment, and subscribe. Do all those things. I'm so excited about today's episode. But before I get into today's episode, I want to say a big, big, big thank you. Oh my gosh, we have got all the way to season two and uh, things are still moving and things are still popping. And um, it's only been because of your giving and because of just like you really believing in my vision. And I'm just so grateful. But guess what? I need your help. Some of y'all have already been given to it. I need about 200 saints and ain'ts to give $10 so we can raise money for season three. Um, I'm really excited about season three. When I started this idea of this podcast, I really just wanted to do three seasons. And then I wanted to reevaluate after that. And um, I'm glad that I am getting to season three and it's going to happen. And uh, I just need a few more people just to give $10 or you can give even more. And hey, if you want to give the whole 2000 I will not be mad. There's three ways to give. Every way to give is NFFC Podcast. And the only one that's different is the PayPal one. And uh, the PayPal is in my link on my Instagram and on the NFFC, NSFC podcast Instagram. But all right, I want to introduce my co-host. Enough about that. Um, I got Lizzie in the building. Come on. Hey, guys. Whoa. Come on via Skype. I'm hey. so excited. We got an awesome episode. I got Micah in the building. Micah, come on. <laughs> Oh, y'all, we got a good episode planned today. But before today, we're going to be talking about finishing strong. Like, we are in December, and I don't know about y'all, but baby, it's been a year. It has been a long year. I don't know. I Whoa, this year has... I got the speaking tongue, so I don't curse. You know, I got some saints on here tonight, so I'm going to act right. I got Micah and I got Lizzie on here, so I'm going to act right tonight. Because y'all know I'm a hot mess. I can't even point to my shirt. I'm a mess. But I'm going to act right tonight because I know y'all, you know, y'all, y'all real close to Jesus. And I don't want, you know, to, you know. Why you laugh? Are you not close? I'm close, but I have a uh, I have a cussing spirit. So, <laughs> oh my god, I'm a cussing Christian because sometimes at the church when, when people be singing and the girl be singing good, oh my gosh, there's this girl at the church I be going to. Her, her name is Eunice, and sometimes I be like bit, and I'm like I'm like sing Eunice, bless her sister. You in you in the house, sister. You on the right note right there. But that B word be wanting to rise up in me. That that B I T C. You know what? Hallelujah. But before we get to today's episode about finishing strong i gotta thank all my sponsors and all of the people that helped me do this podcast i want to thank gage luan he's an amazing real estate agent who specializes in new construction residential and commercial real estate he has done over 10 million dollar deals in the last two years connect with him today for all your real estate needs at 702-523-5534 and i cannot forget crossfit social city those are my people my friends my community and uh, i thank you for sponsoring season two of uh, being one of our 
our partners. Make sure you check out a strength training workout in the Spring Valley area. They are a great community. If you need friends, if you just need a place just to go, I mean, literally, that's the place. And you get a workout with it. It's like the best of both worlds. And I cannot forget For the Love. They are my people. I think next week I'm going to wear a hoodie that they got me. Oh, my gosh. It is fire. Um, I just love For the Love, their store. I love their story. Nate and Emily are my good friends, and they have just been rocking with me since season one, and I am forever grateful. I consider Nate to be one of my my pastors. He's my pastor. Hallelujah. I know a black man with a white pastor. We have come a mighty long way because y'all know back in the day, I would be like, hell no. But I mean, that man, a guy, is my, he's my guy. He is my guy. But all right. There's three ways to uh, support this podcast. Literally, you can like, comment, and subscribe. It's totally free. Merch is not on the table right now, so it's probably only two ways. You can sponsor an episode or buy an ad. And uh, yeah, you can do all those things at the Not Safe for Church podcast Instagram. And uh, yeah, you can fill all that out, give the money, and uh, we will talk about whatever your business, your whatever you got going on, we'll talk about it. All right, let's get into today's episode. Our topic today is finishing strong. Today I have brought some friends who I think are some of the most creative content creators. They, they just have a pulse on what is going on in the world today. And I have never met Lizzie or Micah in real life, but social media has made me feel so connected. I remember one episode uh, before I was coming in, I was uh, conversing with Lizzie and I was like, oh my gosh, she gets it. Like, and I think it's very rare that you meet people and you're like, oh my gosh, they get it. So I'm super Mm -hmm. excited to have them on and we're going to talk about finishing strong. Um, I wish you guys can just tell us a little bit about yourselves. Tell us about your platforms where people can follow you and all that good stuff before we get into today's episode. Okay, uh, I'm Lizzie P. Lawton, and you can follow me on uh, all platforms, L-I-Z-Z-Y-P, as in Paul, no McGuire, L-A-W-T-O-N. So I am a content creator. I've been doing it for 16 years. Wow. I also have taught people how to create content, um, but I also use creative evangelism because I'm a prophet. And I serve in a lot of church planting, uh, consulting and boards and things like that. Wow. So it's like a dual thing that I do online. Everything I do leads back to Jesus, but I like to stay relevant with culture. Yeah. That's amazing. Girls, not a lot of people like you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's rough out here in these streets because I don't consider myself a Christian content creator. I'm a content creator who's a Christian. Period. So I don't lead like, you know, with. Oh, it's I'm separated. It's like I'm here and I just happen to love Jesus. So that's why I love you because Jesus is for everybody, right? Period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Micah with his hand. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, is it my turn? Yeah, come on. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, I am Micah L. Butler. Um, I don't have a cool thing like no McGuire, but that's cool. Um, <laughs> I'm a content creator, podcaster, um, born and raised in Chicago, Illinois, Army vet. Um, I am a PK, so that's been a um, thing growing up. Um, but yeah, so I'm a, a podcaster, content creator. Um, I've been creating content for some time now. Um, I was in the space of fashion. That's okay. kind of how I started. Well, technically, I started activism. Then I moved to uh, fashion. Um, I started creating content then. I started teaching content during the pandemic, just teaching people how to create content that converts. Um, and then I launched Combos for the Culture, um, where we just have topic conversations centered around all things the, for Black culture. So we're talking about relationships. We're talking about sexuality. We're talking about 
um, friendship. We're talking yeah. about economics. We're talking about social justice. Yes. All of those things. Uh, Convos for the Culture is now a media, whole entire media platform. So in 2023, we're going to be launching some uh, brand new podcasts. Um, <laughs> I guess, you know what? I'm going to give you the exclusive, right? You know, oh, exclusive not the exclusive on, on the Not Safe for Church yes. podcast. We love yes. exclusives. Yes. Yes. So first quarter, Q1, we are releasing the first podcast um, underneath the new media platform, and it's called the Black Gay Agenda. So, oh my God, I want to be a guest. It's gonna ruffle some feathers, yes. but it's um, it's, it's a panel of men um, from ages twenty three to forty, and we're gonna talk. We're gonna have some hard hitting conversations. Are they single? Is any of them single? All of them are single. Are any of them Christian? Four of them, three, three and a half. Did they have a good four hundred one k? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm that, kidding. That hat, the one that have, they they dabble in a lot. So oh, we love. Yeah. I you know I'm a I'm a single Christian man, and I'm looking for another Christian man who can, hallelujah, satisfy all my needs and my desires. Hallelujah, <laughs> the mighty name of Jesus. But I'll, let me quit. Let me quit because that's when some of my straight friends log off the podcast. But y'all can talk about y'all girlfriends that I don't ever get mad. So give me some grace. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to be a guest on that podcast. I know I said it. You need, can you call me? Can I come on? I'll, are y'all already, is it already yeah, recorded? So we, I have you. No, we started in January. So um, I actually have you penciled in for. Um, I'll, I'll be talking. Remember, about shot time. That I, whoa. <laughs> Yes. Listen, you didn't promise. Did you? Did the Lord tell you? Oh yes. Okay, yes. come on. I'm All heavily right. in this, you know, mix. So. Come on. Well, y'all, let's mm-hmm. get into it today. And um, when you hear the term "finish strong," what do you think? What's the first thing that come to the first thing that comes to mind? I think, um, actually, mm, I think of people striving for something uh-huh. um instead of just being so a lot of people think finishing strong is like oh i gotta rush i gotta run i gotta go hard um but finishing strong could be keeping pace so that's what i think of that's good whenever i hear finish strong i always go back to remember your why oh, right that's good remember your why because when you remember your why, the what doesn't matter, right? So yeah. all of the things that had you frustrated, the things that you're like, oh, this didn't work out, that didn't work out, remember your why. You just got to keep pushing because that's, what's the most, that's what the most important thing is. So that's what I think about when I hear that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're like in the middle of December uh, when this episode will be posted. And I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people give up before the year is up. Like a lot of people are already yeah. in 2023 when like mm-hmm. there is so much more, like literally Jesus changed the whole world in three days. Like he don't need yeah. that much Ooh. time to change everything. And so mm-hmm. to me, when I hear the word finish strongest, like don't, don't, don't count yourself out. Like it's not mm-hmm. over yet. Like the battle, you still got 15 some days. Like, you know what I mean? If he could do it in three days, you don't know what he yeah. could do. In these next few days, you know what I mean? I just, Mm -hmm. and I know the year has been hard for so many people. I have friends who are battling sicknesses that could result in death. I have friends, I have lost friends this year. I, Mm -hmm. for me, I've lost a career. I, I, 
I left a career this year. I got pushed out of a career this year. Um, mm-hmm. Like, there are so many different things that I've experienced, and I know so many other people are experiencing, but I think a lot of people, when I get a pause on the world today, it's like a lot of people are just like, it's over. Like, let's just get to 2023. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think that's a heavy thing that hits at the end of every year. Yeah. And so people go into cycles. And then in this time of year, a lot of people feel like, discouraged despair they just don't know what to do so they just they, they like literally sink in the sand yeah and i think for me like when i look at that i'm just like why the holidays is not a reason to like give it up the holidays is not a reason mm-hmm. for you to disappear and to reflect on the negative of the year so one of the things i personally do is like i write a history of the good things that have happened uh, and that i put like i have wall size post-its and notes like they're huge and i put them on my wall so then when i wake up i see it yeah like there are good things that have happened this year that's good intentionality i think could break a lot of this of you just remembering like good things happened yeah not all bad yeah i think it's about perspective right yeah that's good i think it's perspective um my one of my old coaches told me something that was really profound and he said that we have to treat every day like it's January 1st, oh. right? Oh, that's good. Every single day is January 1st yeah. because we do this thing like you brought up. Oh, well, you know, it's December 1st now. I didn't get X, Y, and Z done. So I'm just going to go ahead and wait till January 1st. But th- you have 31 days ahead of you, 31 <laughs> days to get it right, 31 days to put in the work. And it's like, why are you waiting? So if we change our perspective and say every day is a first day, every day is a new beginning, every day is a day for us to quote unquote get it right. Um, that kind of affects our that kind of affects our approach to everything. So that's something that I try to implement. Obviously, I don't always get it right. Um, I I have times mm-hmm. where I get discouraged. Yep. But that's something I'm really mm-hmm. really trying to be intentional with is just treating every day as, you know, don't celebrate your wins, but don't get stuck in your right mm-hmm. because yeah. then that's when you get complacent you get lazy and then also you know feel the losses feel the setbacks but don't stay there yeah and just treat every single day as like it's the new year yeah and for me i think that even goes back to uh i, I had a, a mentor uh and he would always say like he always said i would get he said like jesus always said i'm your daily bread and it's like, mm-hmm. if he's giving me stuff for each day, and I've said this before on the podcast in season one, like, if he's giving me everything for one every day, he's my day, that means he wants me to come back to him every day and be like, hey, this is what I need. And for me, like, something that I'm always like, if I don't have it today, I don't need it today. Like, if I don't have the answer yeah. today, I don't need it today. Whatever mm-hmm. I need in this moment, whatever I need uh, in general, if I, don't, if I don't have it in this moment, I, I don't need it. Because if I if I needed it, I would have it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He said, I would supply all your needs. Yeah. And according to his riches. And the last time I checked, he ain't ran out of riches. Period. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> he ain't ran out of riches. The man, he rich. Make it rain. Make it, make it rain. You know, okay? <laughs> Jesus, come on. I'll, I'll dance for some bands. I, the Holy Ghost dance and I'll twerk too. Whatever you want me to do. If you guys could put... <laughs> if you could put this year... Into one word, what would it be? Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Triumph. I would say triumph. That's good. Why Ooh. triumph? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think last year for me was very difficult. I saw a lot of loss, actual yeah. death, uh, wow. 
I was on the run with a girl that I rescued and, um, you know, that ministry is very hard and I didn't think that I was going to be sitting here today. Like I didn't know that I would even be podcasting. I met Micah in January and he really helped me like just go through this year with victory every step of the way, even though there was a lot of tragedy and loss I just came out of. So I'm just happy. Like, I feel like it's triumph. Yeah. Mm, that's good. Um, our word would be clarity. Yeah. Yes. Our word would be clarity. And the reason why I said that is twofold. So one, this year was a journey for me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started my podcast journey in January. Yep. Um, I was doing, you know, coaching and teaching and mentoring and all of that. And although I was making, you know, decent money doing it, I didn't feel like I was walking in purpose, right? Yeah. Um, but when I got into this podcasting thing, I really found my purpose. I really started walking in that purpose. So clarity in that, but also clarity in me. Micah found clarity in who he is, right? Yeah. So um, I've been on this journey my whole entire life. As I said earlier at the start, I'm a PK. So growing up, when you're going through this, it's like, oh, you know, don't be gay, don't be gay, don't be gay, blah, 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 right? Yeah. Um, and I think this was the year at my big age of 36. You're 36. And honestly, it was really, it was really in July for my birthday when I was like, you know what? Let me really walk in who I who I really am. Period. And um, yeah, and it was just I found clarity, and it's like it wasn't. It's you know. It's not a disease. It's not a handicap. It's yeah. not um, anything negative because I'm still me. I'm still Micah, and I am in a much. Ending this year, I'm in a much more happier place and a yeah. much more peaceful place, and for anybody who's listening, um, I think the biggest thing is I'm closer to God than I've ever been. Talk about it because I'm able to go to Him. I'm able to go to Him. Add my authentic self, and he still loves on me. So, yeah, clarity would be my word. That is so good. I think, oh, I mean, I could relate to that in so many ways. Uh, I think, me, if I had a word this year, I mean, every year I do a word. And uh, for me this year, when I walked into this year, uh, the Lord had told me, like, divine performance. And so, like, when I first heard it, I was like, oh, it's going to be, like, the greatest year of my life, this, this, this. Um, And if I'm honest, I started January 1st um, in some decisions that really just was not my best decisions. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think I found myself January 1st waking up, like, I have to make a decision on what I'm going to do. Because right now I am making chaotic decisions because I'm not being honest with who I am. And so when I woke up on January 1st and I didn't bring the year in how I wanted to, I mean, I mean, I brought in the year turned up. That's all I'm going to say. Baby, baby at the Tropicana, all shot out in Las baby. Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> um, and I am not, I just, and you know, I'm not, it, it was a crazy night. And uh, yeah, I woke up and I was like, oh, so I just already felt like kind of weird. 
And then um, we go, I go to my birthday party because uh, I have a January birthday. Uh, and mm-hmm. we went to L.A. And then I was in L.A. for like five days with like my closest friends. And I was being myself. And it was kind of like, oh, like I can really be myself. And so mm-hmm. I think when I got to February and I and I decided to leave my job and my whole life uh, gets flipped upside down, that in May I decided to uh, tell my truth and be honest with the world, I think the Lord really did do a divine performance. And I think mm-hmm. for me, when I heard divine performance, I was like, oh, it's going to be something like, I don't know. I just didn't imagine it being this. But I think the performance yeah. was divine. Like, I have literally moved and eased through seasons with people not even knowing how bad it got. Like, mm-hmm. and to me, that's divine. Like, that's the Holy Spirit at work. Like, if people really knew how bad it got, like, it was, it's been a journey. And I think for me, God has redeemed so much. Um, I have always felt like I've always been the person to show up for everybody else. Um, in my friendships, mm-hmm. in my family, um, I always felt like I had to be the strong person but I feel like this year, everybody championed me, like from my best friends to my mom, to my dad, to my grandparents, to like some of my church community that I'm no longer a part of. Like those pe- like the people that I felt like I was always pushing kind of helped me. And it was like, Renaud, you don't have to be strong right now. And so for me, I think I, just, I really just saw a divine performance. I saw a divine performance. It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. That's beautiful. That's beautiful, though, because I think that some people look for a linear experience um, with God and for, like, it to be this perfect alignment. But even when you mentioned scripture earlier, like, we know we're going to get it wrong. Yep. um, Because the Bible says we fall short and sin daily. And so for me, I start the day with, I'm going to get something wrong. Yeah. It's okay. But like, I, I hear how you're saying, like, you started the year wild. Like, it was just like, whoa, what's <laughs> happening to me? Cry, but cry. literally, that was the thing that like jumped off everything. And sometimes we're looking for perfection when it's in the middle of our mess. Like, so Come I tell on. my friends, like, a friend is sticks closer than a brother. And a brother is born for a time of adversity. So you can't just be mantled for my glory. You have to be mantled for my best. We're going to have a mess. Mess. And I think in the middle of my mess is when Jesus has talked the loudest to me, has been the closest. And it's not from a place of like, oh, you got to come out of this mess. He's sitting in there with me. Yeah. And I think what you're saying is like divine performance is literally what he decided to do in your life in the midst of what most people would say. It's like cataclysmic. It's like, no, actually, I'm in the midst of all of this. And we're sitting here in your podcast, which is amazing. Literally. And I think what people don't get is like a lot of times it's messy in the middle. And I probably Mm -hmm. said this before, but like Mm -hmm. when you're making a cake in the middle of making a cake, it is messy. But you put that thing in the oven and you put it and you take it out and the cake is beautiful. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. like you got to be put in the fire. And oh, my God, I just oh, and you just learn so much when you're in the mess. Like Mm -hmm. you learn so much. You grow. You you have an appreciation for things. Like, I have an appreciation for when people say, man, I like your car. Because I know what it's like to be like, I don't know how I'm going to pay the note this month. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> we're like, oh my gosh, like, you have mm-hmm. your own place. It's like, I know what it's like not to know how I'm going to pay my bills. Like, I mm-hmm. have appreciation because I have went through that. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that's so profound. I think um, one thing that I've looked at too, and I think everybody really needs to focus on is, you know, we always talk about, especially being in church, oh, give grace, to, extend grace to others, extend grace, extend grace. And yes, we are to extend grace to others, but I feel like a lot of us, we fail to extend grace to ourselves. That's right. Correct. Yep. Um, we're so, so, so hard on ourselves, so cruel to ourselves. And that's one thing, uh, just, you know, being in community with Lily that she's like helped me walk through is giving yourself grace. Yeah. Um, and being able to look at, okay, you might not be where you want to be. Everything might not be where you want to be, but it's the little things. So like in 2021, there was a time that I was sleeping on my friend's couch, right? I was technically homeless. Yeah. In 2022, I paid my rent. Mine and I have been on time every single month. Right. But I paid my rent and I was never, there was never a point in 2022 that I was homeless. So I may not be in the apartment that I want, right? But I have to extend myself grace because I'm a lot further than I was the year prior. And I think that's what hurts so many people is they don't, they don't extend themselves grace. They don't look at the good things that have happened. Yep. They don't look how far they come. They see what's not working. And I think that's one thing that, um, you know, I've really embraced this year is just giving myself more grace yeah. and celebrating the moments that God has shown up because he's shown up every single day. He shows up every single day. We just have to recognize how he's showing up and when he's showing up. That is so good. And I think mm -hmm. a problem for us is probably, because we're always on social media. I mean, we're like posting content. We're always, yeah. and I think sometimes people yeah. get it twisted because you see me on social media mm -hmm. smiling, posting a podcast, showing up. Yes, I'm going to show up for this because people have paid for this. So yes, right. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be funny. I'm going to laugh. And guess what? When I leave here, I might cry in my car. There has been exactly. episodes oh my god season one where literally I would leave Lululemon in tears screaming in my car mm. God why why am I going through this why is this happening to me I thought you told me to do this yes. and all my life mm -hmm. is literally but I think sometimes because social media it's it's so it's it's not real like it's real yeah. but you're not seeing all the highs and the lows and I also don't think everybody deserves to see that because you wouldn't know how to handle it you might think I'm bipolar we're really, mm -hmm. I'm just human. Like, cause here's the thing. I tell people it's my job. Like my, my job, my career is actually, I live my life online. You get pieces of that. You're not going to mm. get all of it. And um, I have a cohort that I've done before and it's called soul show yeah. media. So I talk about what drives your soul, drives your media. And one of the hardest things I believe as content creators for us is to um, deal with the constant narrative that we live a fake life, that we're curating things that are, aren't authentic. Some of us are, but you don't sit at your corporate job in your cuticle and cry because your boyfriend <laughs> just yelled at you because you're professionally doing something. Period. So you want me to make a reel. Because my boyfriend broke up with me and you want me to see, be sad on that day. No, I'm supposed to bring you joy. I'm giving you outfits. I'm serving looks. Period. I'm giving you motivational content. Like, I'm not supposed to give you every part yeah. of me. And I think because people don't relate it to actually being a career. Yep. Like, they actually think it's just for play play. It's fun. No, we can spend hours making content, editing. A lot of us are our own, like whole team uh, you know literally. that's not my story anymore but when i was i had to come up with like a soul tracker to see what was going on with me and how Ooh. that narrative was affecting me yeah so like i would literally Ooh. journal about it and ask myself questions like how did this shift your mood 
What did you bump into? What can you do about it? Okay. Like to process this heavy weighty thing, because I think that even for podcasting, people really feel like they know you. They don't. And you know me, but you don't know me. So (laughs) you can't, you can't pick apart my life and have a, a opinion that's going to last and imprint on me as a content creator because I'm here to serve people, but you're not in intimate connection with me unless I open that door. So that's how I kind of like navigate through that. Yeah. I have had a lot of people, especially this year, just being so honest on this podcast. It's like, they think they know me so much. And it's like, you really don't like you're getting an hour of me every Mm -hmm. week with other people. Like Mm -hmm. you're not really, you don't know anything. Like, Mm-hmm. You give, I'm, you're, you know what I want you to know. You don't know the real deal. Mm-hmm. My friends know the real deal. You know what I mean? My, mm-hmm. my The people I'm calling when I'm going, they know my parents. My, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. huh, it's, yeah, mighty God. Uh, when you guys think about this year coming up, uh, what is a word that comes to mind? And I think even the people listening, you may be driving, you may be at work, you may be at home, you may be in the shower while you're listening to this. Wow, you listen to me in the shower. Wow, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> I listen to you in the shower. Yeah, I period, do. I do. Period. Or the bath. Yeah. Come on. Oh, my God. I don't have a bath <laughs> in my new place, but I love my shower in my new place. But <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my, I can get sidetracked so easily. But yeah. when you're thinking about 2023, um, I want you guys, everybody, to just get a word in, in mind. And I want you to write it down. And I just want you to tuck it away. And for you guys, what is that word? Do you guys have a word that you are already uh, contemplating for 2023? Yeah, um, I actually had this vision the other day. Come on. And I I, I give a word to each year, every year. I think this is the first year in a long time that I hadn't. Yeah. Because I was just like, I started the year in despair. So I was like, uh, I I mean, I'm here. I'm at least I'm alive. Period. But um, God was telling me to be flexible. So my word is flexible. That's good. Um, And like I saw a woman like extremely stretching from like wall to wall with her legs on each wall. And I was like, I cannot stretch like that, Jesus. That's not going to happen. He was like, you are this year. You're going to be flexible. So I think, um, you know, sometimes goal oriented people can be very rigid. And the Lord is telling me, like, you have to move and stretch the way I'm telling you to at each point. So that's my word. That's good. Mm. Mm. That's good, actually, Lizzie. (laughs) Actually, <laughs> okay. I, I hit you. No, it's yeah. I hit you afterwards. We'll talk uh-huh. after. Wow. Um, my word is unapologetic. Period. Unapologetic, mm-hmm. and it's there's been so much of my life where I came to a realization. I was actually came, literally came on came to the realization the other day on the phone uh, with Lizzie that I was a people pleaser. Like, literally, we're just in the conversation, and I'm like, yo, I'm a people pleaser. I think I'm a people pleaser. Me too. I um, get it. Ooh, y'all could get free. I, I specialize in helping people get free from it. <laughs> <laughs> and so much of my life has been people pleasing. It's been literally, especially as a content creator, it's been like, can I post this? Mm. What will the church say? Mm. If I post this, what will my dad say? If I post this, what will my family members say? Um, even to the, I was sharing with Lizzie, even to the point where people, I'd post a nice picture and a young man would post them and they some heart eyes underneath the picture and I would go and delete <laughs> comments, like all of these things. Not right? you a sex symbol. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. 
with the podcast, right? People with the podcast, like, oh, should I say this? Should I say that? And then, literally, what I keep hearing for 2023 is unapologetic. Be unapologetic with your message, right? Yeah. Especially um, as content creators, but also as content creators who are Christian, because there's always going to be somebody who is going to disagree with your approach. Yeah. They're going to disagree with how you bring what you say to the table, right? But there's people out there who need to hear your voice, who need to hear your story, who need to hear your message, and you have to tell it unapologetically. Because when we shrink ourselves, yeah. we withhold parts of That's ourselves, good. and we hide ourselves, the people who we are assigned to in life, right? The people yeah. whose purpose is to us, they're going to not be able to get what they need because they're literally waiting for us to get on our post, to get on the wall and do what wow. it is that we're supposed to do. So 2023 is about being unapologetically yourself. That's so good. That is so good. Oh, my God. I can. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I relate to you so much, Micah. And like this is our first time having like a conversation like this. Like, oh, my gosh. Oh. I'm not a PK, but like I grew up heavy in church. I grew up in Rockford, Illinois. I don't know if you knew that. So I'm like super really? close. I, yeah, I know. I don't really talk about that. I love Rockford. Don't get me. Don't get it twisted because Rockford, they show up. They they help this podcast. So I don't talk fully. I I'm from Rockford. Then I got moved. that water park. Yeah, uh, um, um, Magic Waters. I was yeah. always a fat kid, so I never showed my body. But now I might show a little something. <laughs> hey, but I mean, it don't matter. You know, and it doesn't matter nowadays. I'm just so. I'm just so. I think that. Yeah, I don't care. I will show my body no matter what. But anyways, um, I think my word would be restoration. And mm. so for mm. me, I feel like I'm coming to the end of, like, my Joseph story. And I see mm. almost, like, me saying, like, you meant this for evil, but God meant this for good. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, I just really—and so I'm not even yourself. trying to be, like, super churchy, but, like, clear as day, like, I was good. driving and I heard restoration. Like— clear as day like restoration and like just the story of like no like you meant this for evil but but god meant it for Mm. good and i feel like i've been in a season where i have been serving in different places and i'm like this is weird to be here like why am i working here like what is this like but i feel like god is using me in a different way but it's like all for a purpose and it's gonna lead to like in the beginning of the story, February 22, 2022, like, yeah, that was meant for evil, but God meant it for my good. And yeah, I just feel restoration. I really, I sensed that in 2020. I like it's, and I even, I don't even have like a reason to believe that. I just know. Like, I don't know. It's just weird. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I feel like I can have church. I feel like I need like, the, I feel like, uh, <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Eddie Long. I need Eddie Long, the music, you know, the strings. I love it. I love the strings with Eddie Long. I wish I would. Let me shut up. All right. How do you. <laughs> Y'all, when I record this podcast, I've been at work all day. I taught a class this morning at 103 Yoga. Um, it's very full. If you are in Las Vegas and you want to hang out with me, that is a perfect spot to be. I teach every morning on Tuesdays at mm-hmm. 6 15 a.m. at 103 Yoga. It's a class called Ratchet Rhythm. High intensity, high intensity mm-hmm. cardio. It's great. All right. That was my plug. All right. A lot of people feel like they have just missed the mark this year. Like they did not hit their mm-hmm. goals. And so how do you encourage them 
And I, we, I think we hinted to this, but how do you encourage somebody listening right now to finish strong? Like, what is your advice to them? How do they still show up even though they feel like, man, like I missed it this year. Like I'm not in my bag. Like I did not hit my goals. I did not show up in my family like I wanted to. I didn't show up for my friends. I didn't show up for my relationships. I did not show up for my goals at work. Like how do you encourage somebody like you can still finish strong? Hmm. What I would encourage them to do is an exercise where they literally just sit down and write, write down every single good thing that happened, every good thing that they actually accomplished. I think a lot of times um, we sit and we say, oh, I didn't accomplish my goals. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Because we don't really take the time to um, actually sit with what we did do. Right. So me, for instance, and I do it too. I think everybody does it, especially creatives. I think we as creatives, we're so hard on ourselves. Yes. That's why I talked about grace earlier. Um, and like people would be like, yo, you're out here killing it, right? <laughs> and I'd be like, no, nah, I haven't done anything this year. But then I look back and I literally pushed out 50 episodes of a podcast. Period. Right. And it's like a lot of people don't get past episode eight. Period. So, I would encourage people to really sit down and write out every single good thing that happened, everything that they accomplished. And then not only that, if you're in community, which I hope that you're in community with some people, ask them, hey, what do you think I did good this year? Right. Because a lot of times people will tell you things and show you things when you ask them. Right. Because they might not do it without (laughs) without you asking them. But when you come to them and say, hey, what did I do this year? And then they'll tell you and they'll remind you of those things. So that's what I would say. And then I think the last thing I would do is just I would tell them to obviously not be so hard on yourself, but take those things that you did do wrong. Right. If you didn't show up in your friendships uh, in the way you should. So if I feel like I haven't been the best friend to Lizzie in 2022, I'm going to say, hey, Lizzie, how can I be a better friend this year? So those places where you feel are deficiencies, have conversations with the people who you're in community with so you can push people forward. Because friendship, community, is more than going to brunch and taking nice pictures. Period. It's more more than going to the movies. It's more than birthdays, right? It's literally about doing life with each other. And when you're doing life with someone, you all should be enriching one another. So that's what I would, uh, that would be my advice. That's so good. Mm. That's so good. Rich. Mm, that is really good. Um, I guess I'll start with you're worthy. You're worthy. Wherever you're sitting, just even say it out of your mouth. I am worthy. I am you're worthy. worthy of all the things. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to feel like you need to deserve it. Mm. There's favor that is before you. Mm. There are prayers that have gone before you. Mm. There's treasure laid up. You are not your talents. Period. You're not your clothes. You are not what you're surrounded by. You're not the words that people spoke over you. Mm. Like, I just want to dismantle that right now for anyone listening. It's like, you know, the authority figure in your head who talks to you can Mm. be your parent, your grandparent, your ex-best friend, your old boyfriend, your old girlfriend, your ex-wife, your ex-husband, whatever, wherever you lie within that. They're not right. (laughs) They weren't right. They weren't right. And you don't have to live by those words. But most importantly right now, 
you need to tell self-hatred to leave your life. Mm -hmm. Hating yourself doesn't Ooh. push you forward. Mm -hmm. Hating who you are, how you were created, what you look like, is never going to allow you the freedom to just be. That's good. It's actually going to cancel out every good thing coming to your life. That's so good. There yeah. are things that we don't know how to explain. There are things that happen that are life circumstance, but you're still here. Ooh. So there's a reason to live. There is people that are waiting to love you. Mm. They're waiting. They want to love you. They want to hear you. They want to see you. And it may not be the one person that you've been chasing down to get that from. But guess what? The other side of it, it's worth it. Come on. So that's how I would encourage someone that's, you know. Ooh, that's good. You're still here. Ooh, that's what Thomas, Tisha, Tisha, what's her name? Tisha Campbell. She said that. Yeah. I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's a psalmist. She's a <laughs> yeah, she's a psalmist. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, she is a psalmist. Here. Here. I don't. That's a classic. Oh, I, I love. Yeah. I, I, there are some people. I okay. There's two type of singers in this world. There are singers <laughs> oh. that are like uh, Jasmine Sullivan, right? And then mm, you have mm -hmm. other singers who are like your cousins that can sing, and like they yeah. get for a funeral yeah. service, a good Baptist. I won't complain. <laughs> like, but they. You're I, not, <laughs> I don't want to hear you sing nothing else. Like, I don't, if it ain't mm -hmm. no good church Baptist song, I am good because there is. I love a good Baptist singer. Like, cause mm -hmm. I, when I went to college in uh, at Point University, I lived like on the border of Alabama and Valley, Alabama, and mm -hmm. there are some niggas that can sing out there. I love a good, I love a good Baptist funeral singer. Wow. I mean, take me there. It ain't about the. You don't have the best tone. Yeah. It's not. But babe, sing. Oh, Rabbi. Mm -hmm. Oh, I need a good Baptist. At least when I die one day, I need at least one good Baptist singer. One good Baptist. <laughs> Cause I want it to be. I want to have a coach. I have so many things when I pass away, but that's a long time away. Come on, cause I'm alive because there's more. Oh, come mm -hmm. on, Rich Tober. How about I'm alive? Don't 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 start, mm -hmm. cause you. Mm -hmm. I will go out in a praise break. I'm trying to. Ooh, I'm well, gonna, listen, I, Ronald, you mentioned Joseph, right? So yeah. I've studied Joseph, and for 13 years he went through the pit, Potiphar's house, oh. prison, all this stuff, right? And here's the deal. 13 years was this short amount of time compared to the 80 that he reigned. Ooh. And I think that we often don't look for context of how long these things were happening. That's good. So you had, could have been put in the pit. You could have been sold into slavery. You could have been waiting for someone to remember you. But when you are remembered and when they call for you, you will reign for 80 years. So the fact that you even said like, oh, I'm stepping into restoration. And that is the beginning of where you're called to rule and reign. So some people listening, they don't understand or they don't attach it because it seemed like this long, weighty process that you almost died so many times. But the truth of this matter is, is that everything that tried to kill you prepared you for where you're going to reign. Everything that you thought was for evil. Joseph learned how to manage a prison. Who does that? You're sent to prison and then you're managing it? Hello. So the last place you were in, Renault, was it, it literally was teaching you how to manage a major global platform. And the thing is, is that so many people can't see it and they don't understand it because they never take the chance to allow themselves to get on, to start the podcast, to start the YouTube channel, to start the TV network, whatever it is, because they're so consumed by 13 years of stuff. Yeah. But your 13 years of stuff 
actually sets you up with building blocks to build to a place that cannot be taken down. Joseph didn't die at a sad, sorrowful place. He had the signet ring for 80 years. Come on. 80 years. Come on. So you're at the beginning of your 80 years. That's so crazy that that's your person. Joseph mm-hmm. is your person. I'm, Lizzie, we've talked about that. Like, Joseph yeah. is who I connect with, too. So that's crazy with all that. We have all of these, like, linear things. But I think when I look at Joseph's story and then I look at my life, the promise is still the promise, right? Period. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we look at our current predicament, our current situation, and we think that the problem isn't the promise. I'm sorry. The promise is no longer the promise. But we have to realize that it's just a process. And I look at Joseph's stories, and it was a process. The exact thing that the Lord showed him when he was a young man, it happened. It didn't (laughs) happen in his time, though. And I think that's for anybody who's listening, I want you all to continue to focus on the promise, right? Continue to believe that promise and continue to do the work. And wherever God places you, look for ways to serve. I think that's an important thing. Yeah. Look for ways to serve wherever you're at. How can I pour into people? How can I speak life into people? How can I serve people? How can I help people? Because when you serve people, God has no other choice but to platform you in the way he sees fit. And when it happens, it's going to happen. Um, so, yeah, I think that's one thing that I hold on to is I know what God told me yeah. years ago. I just have to wait for it to happen. But in waiting, um, I used to work in food service, right? I was a bartender for a while, and I was a server, right? Yeah. And so waiting, another word for waiting is serving. So mm-hmm. while you wait, you should be serving, That's right? Good. While you're waiting for God to show up, like he said he's going to show up, you have to serve. I think that's the most important thing is you have to serve me. Anybody who's creating content, a lot of people go into the content creation space and like, mm-hmm. I want to make a bunch of money. I want to be an influencer. I want to do this. But you have to serve people first. Mm-hmm. You have to serve people. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think people realize the importance. I am, I think about this podcast and the only mm-hmm. reason I'm able to do this podcast is because of the mm-hmm. people I served in previous seasons. Mm-hmm. And that's what yeah. blows my mind. Like the people that are funding this podcast, giving to this podcast, most of them are people that, man, I pray for their kids or I was their kid's youth pastor or like, and I just think that people don't get like, and when I was doing that, I was, I didn't know I was going to be doing a podcast years later or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Things like that. But literally there is so much power in serving and not serving for something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just, just do it. Just do it. Do what God has called yeah. you to do and don't expect nothing from it. And that's why, like, mm-hmm. even with this podcast, like, I always tell people, like, I'm not here to get rich. Like, I will show you all the money that I've ever made that got from this podcast. I have not made no money. I have not. Literally, I paid people. Right. I literally have paid people to do graphics or whatever. whatever. Like, I have, ne- I have not pocketed a dollar for this podcast. But guess what? I know this is what God has called me to do, so I am going to do it. And I think a lot of times we're looking for the benefits when God is just like, do what I call you to do 
It's not mm-hmm. always about the benefits. I led worship for a long time in my as for for a long time, and it wasn't until the end of like my worship thing. Then not even the end, but like the end of that season where I was starting to see like, oh, like I got a few dollars. Like, oh, this this is comfortable. But it was because I kept serving and I would sing for free. I would sing at this, you know, and I'm still, and even today, I feel like God has brought me back to that place of where like, I'm not doing things for a dollar. I'm doing things because I enjoy them. I'm doing things because I feel like God has called me to do it. And I literally, you cannot out, you, serving, and you, you, you can't like, God, you cannot outdo what God can do when you serve. Yes. There's no check. There is no, literally, when you Mm -hmm. serve, I'm saying serve. I mean, serve with no expectation. Serve people Mm -hmm. who you know that ain't even right all the time. God Mm -hmm. will bless you. God, I'm telling you, God, and and even when Mm -hmm. I have done things and I know people have done me wrong or took advantage of me, I'm like, oh, no, I know God. Mm -hmm. God is the big, he's the biggest paydayer. I. Mm-hmm. And I just got to wait on it. You know it. what encourages me about you? Um, what mm-hmm. encourages me about you is most people would have thrown in the towel, you know, Facts. going through what you went through. Um, because you were in, you had this platform and you were using your voice and you were blessing people with your voice and it was a ministry, right? Mm-hmm. And most people would have looked at and they're like, oh my God, I'm no longer singing in the church. I'm no longer leading worship in this church. I no longer have a ministry, but with this podcast, you still have a ministry. And I personally feel, right, you're touching a lot more lives than you would have touched had you just been singing in church, right? Because you're not only speaking to the people, now your voice is going, because you're still using your voice, you're just using it in a different way. And you're using your voice to touch, literally touch people, to people who feel like, they're outcasts, yeah. people who feel like they've mm-hmm. been abandoned, people who feel like they're orphans, people feel like they've been rejected. And this podcast is a ministry. This podcast is speaking to that broken little boy who was told there's something wrong with you. Yeah. This podcast is speaking to that broken little girl. And when I say broken little boy and broken little girl, I am talking about a 30-year-old man, a 40-year-old man a 37-year-old woman, a 25-year-old woman, but they're still that broken little boy and broken little girl because they grew up being told that you're not worthy, you have no value, that God doesn't love you, that you're not worthy to um, receive God's love, all of these things. And I I really feel what you're doing right now is having a greater impact than you would have ever had had you just been singing and leading worship. So... Um, I think it's a beautiful thing to watch that, you know, people will think, oh, well, we, you know, we took this platform away. But God says, okay, that platform is gone, but I'm going to give you something bigger and I'm going to give you something better. And a platform God built, because nobody can take what God builds. (laughs) A man can give you a stage. A man can give you a Mm -hmm. mic. But can't nobody Mm -hmm. take what God has given you. Nobody. Mm -hmm. Nobody. Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) I like to say it like this. Like, while people are busy policing sin, God is busy building the man that he wants you to be. Wow. And I think that in serving and the subject matter here, especially for you, Reynolds, um, 
there has been a place that you just have had a purity of heart of cerning. So people want to look at their rules and their X, Y, and Zs and their requirements. But that's the biggest trick of the enemy. And so if you're serving with the heart to gain something, then you're not even learning the the principle of generosity and sowing and reaping. Yeah. So if you just show up and be who you are, there is so much that will come rushing to you. Like when we think about all things are assembling together for my good. Mm-hmm. I always see puzzle pieces coming together because the pieces are already mm-hmm. there. You just, they just have to be placed in That's the right good. areas. And I think what is so powerful about the pivot that was made this year for you is that the fact that you decided I'm going to tell people an actual truth that Jesus is for everybody. Yeah. And I'm going to show them my personality and I'm going to bring on people that are going to say what they feel. And that's going to give voice to so many, even genres or niches within our belief. Mm -hmm. The difference with you to me is that the ministry aspect of what you do now reaches far beyond Las Vegas. It reaches Mm -hmm. far beyond English. It reaches Mm. far beyond just this American continent. Mm. It reaches Mm. to places that people would have no opportunity to even enter in. And so the thing that the enemy would want is for your voice, like your voice print is so unique, right? And you have this heart and this love and this, when I see your worship clips, I'm like, baby, this is amazing, right? But when I hear you talk on the podcast, I hear chains fall off of people. Wow. Because it's deliverance. And I think that someone listening needs to hear us talk about how you have represented something because you're waiting for permission. And I'm going to ask the listeners to actually think about it. Who are you waiting for permission from when God has given you the opportunity, the platform, the place to be? Mm. And a lot of people, they gatekeep platforms because to be honest, like I'm 36 years old and I can see some of my daughters, my spiritual daughters that are like 22, 23, they're going to surpass me. There are generals, there are older people that don't want to pass the baton. But guess what? There are others that do. Like I do. I want my spiritual daughters to do 10 times more than I've ever done. I want them to do it faster. I want them to do it quicker. I want them to be accelerated by impartation. So if you're listening and you feel connected to Renault's story, there is an impartation you can get through the end of the year to actually finish this thing strong and start with um, running the race, not unto silver and gold, like as Paul says, but he says, like, I run into the glory of God. So if you're running into the glory of God, this is part of what you're seeing with the Not Safe for Church podcast. It's literally being amplified. It's literally being magnified. It's sent out to all these spaces because he decided to set his race unto the glory of God. Who's Who are you begging for permission when you've already had it? Oh, my gosh. One more thing, Lizzie. I'm sorry, Lizzie mm-hmm. B. One more thing, Ronaldo. Um, <laughs> I believe that there will be the time, just like Joseph, right? Just like Joseph, there's going to be the time where the people who hurt you, where the people who try to throw you in the pit, the people who try to lock your voice up, the people who thought that they had one up on you, they're going to come back and they're going to be like, you know what? We did you wrong. You were right. We should have handled this differently. And because of your heart posture, and this is what God is going to continue to bless you. Because because of the way you are, because of your heart posture, because you are you have a pure heart and pure intentions, 
You're going to be able to forgive them. You're going to be able to love on them. But there's going to come a time where they're going to need you. And, um, yeah, there's going to come that time that they're going to need you. And you're going to be able to extend the grace to them that they never extended. So continue to do what you're doing because you're having a bigger impact than you even understand. Oh, my God, y'all. I love y'all. Oh, my Lord. We got to wrap up this podcast. I only got an hour. But, man, I feel Mm -hmm. encouraged. I feel uplifted. Whoa. The last two episodes, I have not been able to be exciting at the end because I just have been, like, overwhelmed with emotion. But praise God. All right. I want to thank... I mean, there's all so many words in this. If you, if you need a word of the day, you need to just listen to all this. I mean, talk, take it all in. <laughs> yeah. I would like to thank my co-hosts today. Check out all their content. Lizzie and Micah, oh my God, they're amazing. All the information will be in the information um, below the podcast. Uh, I want to thank my sponsors, my co-hosts, and a reminder to like, comment, and subscribe. And uh, follow us on Instagram at NSFC Podcast. Until the next time, Jesus is for everybody. Everybody, everybody, everybody. Everybody, everybody, everybody. Everybody, everybody, everybody.